Episode 67, How to Drive Traffic to Your Online Course. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the Online Course Guy, Jacques Hopkins. Let's go. Hey everyone, it's Jock Hopkins and welcome to episode 67 of the Online Course Guy podcast. I'm coming at you today with something a little different than normal and that is another solo episode. Most of you know that normally I interview a successful course creator on the show and we talk shop, get insights, give you inspiration on your journey for creating courses. But today it's just me and my microphone turning it on and talking about a topic and it's a very, very important topic and it's been on my mind a lot lately as I work with my coaching clients with putting together their online courses because this is this is just so important. You could put together the greatest course on the planet that has the potential to help just an unbelievable amount of people impact them in just such a positive way and if nobody ever sees it, and you don't market it the right way, you don't drive traffic the right way, then it just does not matter. At the same time, you could have the greatest funnel in the world. You could have the greatest marketing funnel. But if you never drive traffic into the top of the funnel, then it simply doesn't matter. So that's what this episode is all about, is the very top of the funnel, traffic generation strategies. And I want to keep things as simple as possible for you. And so I'm going to talk to you in this episode about kind of three paths that I recommend you go down, especially when you're you're first starting out. I want you to pick one of these three paths and not more than one, just one. And I want you to stay till the end because at the end, I have this like one huge secret that I want to share with you guys. And if you do just this one thing, and this is the thing that, that I see people fail at the most and make the biggest mistake with the most. And if you do this, I promise you'll be successful. So I'm going to share that with you at the end of this episode as we kind of wrap things up. So the three paths that I want you to go down in terms of traffic generation. All right. You've heard me talk about, definitely talk about this first one a lot on this podcast, and that's a YouTube channel. There's been a lot of people on this show that have come on and talked about their YouTube channel being one of the biggest reasons that they're successful today. One of the biggest examples that jumps out in my mind was David Wallman, who is a guitarist, guitar teacher, and he was talking about in in the episode which he was on, let me look up which episode he was on, that was episode 57. David's pulling in like 30 grand a month, and pretty much all of his traffic is from YouTube. Now, he's got a ton of videos on YouTube. He knows what he's doing. I'm going to get into some of my tips for how to be successful with YouTube in a second. So that's the first path that you could take. That's the path that I took with Piano in 21 Days, and I'll talk more about that in a minute. The second path you could take is a podcast. So that's the path that I took with the online course guy. This is my top traffic generator for my coaching program for how to make an online course, how to make a successful online course. This is kind of the top of the funnel. I have a YouTube channel, but it's only got a couple of videos on it, and it's not my focus. My focus is this podcast, and it's working because it's getting in people's ears, it's engaging with people, and and it's just it's working really well as a top of the funnel. But you wouldn't always want to pick a podcast. For example, with my online piano course, 
podcasting doesn't make a lot of sense. It's hard to teach people about piano purely with audio format. All right. So there's going to be a lot of cases, especially with if you're if you have a topic about an online course or, or you're going to turn a topic into an online course. YouTube channel is most likely going to be the way to go, but podcast is also a great way for certain platforms. Talking about online courses, podcasting is great for that. All right, the third path you could go down is a blog. So I want you to pick one of those ways. If you're just starting out, or maybe you have a course already and you're just not making any sales and you don't have any traffic, it's probably because you're not consistently doing one of these three things. Pick one, YouTube channel, podcast, or blog. I don't have a lot a lot of tips about a blog because I'm not I'm not a writer myself. I'm not a blog guy. I've never had a successful blog really. In fact, a lot of the articles that are written on the Piano in 21 Days blog are actually written by somebody else. But I can tell you that the biggest thing with a blog is to do a little bit of keyword research and write blog post around a keyword that you're trying to rank for. For example, on Piano in 21 Days, I really wanted to start ranking for the term Piano Buying Guide. And my main motivation for that is to include affiliate links, Amazon affiliate links inside of that blog post so that I can provide people with valuable information about which piano or keyboard they should buy. And then if they really value that information, hopefully they'll click on one of my links to where I get like 4% of the uh, of the sale from, from when they buy that keyboard that I recommended to them. And so I wrote, me and, and my writer, we kind of teamed up to write this one and we focused around that keyword piano buying guide because nobody's going to find that if we don't we're not strategic about what we want to rank for and people a lot of people are searching for that term piano buying guide so pick one of those paths youtube channel podcast or blog many of you will choose youtube channel or have chosen youtube channel already and if that's you i want to give you these tips first and foremost please it's 2018 make sure that you're filming in 1080 HD, high definition, okay? I've seen people start YouTube channels and they're putting content out there in standard definition and that's there's just no excuse for that anymore. Okay, it doesn't have to be 4K yet. That we're, we're just not there yet. Don't don't feel like you have to go above and beyond, but please film at 1080. Guess what films at 1080? Most likely, your cell phone. Whatever smartphone you have most likely will film at 1080. So, you don't have to buy a $1000 camera. You can right? And if you want to get that great blurry background and all that, you can spend a lot of money on camera equipment. But if you're just getting started and you want to bootstrap, your phone likely has an HD camera. So please start there. The next tip for YouTube, and this may be my top tip for YouTube specifically, the key to a great video is actually great audio. And that's what people miss a lot. So if you take my advice and you start filming a video with your cell phone, please don't use your cell phone's audio. What you want to do is you want to go on Amazon and search for a lapel mic, spend maybe $10 on one that can connect into your phone or connect into your computer and run it up your shirt and attach it to you at the top of your shirt. And your audio quality is going to be just so, so, so vastly better than it would have been otherwise. Even if you are using a nice, you know, I've got a nice Canon Rebel uh, T7i with like a $500 lens on it because I like that really nice blurry background, good lighting. 
even with that fancy camera, I still use like a $20 lapel mic for my microphone that connects into my computer and I record audio that way because I'm standing so far away from my camera that just recording audio on my camera is not going to be good enough. So even if you have the greatest video quality, if you have bad and even mediocre audio, it's going to, it's just going to come across as so unprofessional. So please, please, please make sure that you have very good audio when you're recording your YouTube videos. Next, and this I would hope goes without saying, but you need to have great content, right? If people are going to watch a video on whatever topic it is that you want to talk about, make sure it's great content. If I created a piano video that was like, okay, guys, here is, you know, what the two colors of the keys of a keyboard are. We have black and we have white. Okay, hope you enjoyed this video, right? That that's not that's not great content. That doesn't provide any value to anybody. Think of thinking of something hopefully a little different, something that not a lot of people are saying about your particular topics. Not a lot of people have heard about your particular topic. I can tell you one thing for me that has led to a huge amount of success with piano in twenty one days is taking this concept that has been around for a long time called chords and putting my own spin on it. So normally when people teach about chords on the piano, it can get really complicated. And then they start talking about scales and how you have to play like the third note and the fifth note within the scale. But if you don't understand scales, then that doesn't mean mean a lot to you. So I came up with this way to make it really simple. It's like, guys, if you just want to play a major chord, just remember 4-3, all right? And then all you have to do is say you want to play a C major chord. Well, just remember 4-3, start at C and then go to the right, the very next four keys, and then to the right, the very next three keys, you have a C major chord. Literally nobody else is teaching major chords or minor chords that way. And so when people find that content inside of my videos, they're blown away by the simplicity of it and how different it is than what they've seen before and how easy it is. So great content, all right? Next is, let's have a great thumbnail. If you search for something on YouTube, you probably notice as you're scrolling through the search results, Some people have thumbnails that they've actually thought about. Other people have thumbnails that they haven't thought about. It's just some sort of clip from some some portion of their video. And to provide you with a little bit of history, years ago, when you were uploading videos to YouTube, you didn't have the option to have your own custom thumbnail with, with you doing some kind of pose into the camera and you have words on the image you just had to select from a certain frame within the existing video. But now you have the ability to literally create, you know, whatever image you want to upload as the thumbnail for your video. And if you're not doing that, then people are not going to click. There's there's tons of studies that have been done and effective thumbnails get way, way, way more clicks. So make sure you're intentional about it. If you're confused about how to do that, you don't know where to start to make a thumbnail, Use a really simple tool called Canva. That's what I use, C-A-N-V-A.com. That makes it really easy to do basic graphic design stuff, and it's perfect for creating YouTube thumbnails. And then the last piece to this equation is a great call to action. The goal here with creating a YouTube channel is not to just have videos and just get people to watch your videos on YouTube and let's say collect ad revenue or something like that. Did you know that it takes a million views to just make like $1,000 from ad revenue on YouTube. So do the math to think about how many views you'd have to be 
raking in to make a living from a YouTube channel. And not many people are actually doing that. I mean, in the past six years alone, my YouTube channel has, I think it just crossed over 2 million total views. And I promise you that Piano in 21 Days has brought in, because of the online course, way more than $2,000. I do collect some of the ad revenue, but that is a very, very small piece of the the business plan overall. And I hope that's not your goal either. So that's why we have to have a call to action. We want people to take another action after watching your video. So what that can look like is if you're teaching piano, for example, after you teach them something in the video, you say, hey guys, if you enjoyed this, you want to learn more, then head over to my website and I have whatever free thing it is that you want to have for these people. And so then they start getting into the middle of your funnel. And we've talked before on this episode about kind of the three main middle of the funnels that I recommend for online courses. And that was episode 53 as I look it up here. So if you want to if you want to learn more about what can happen kind of in the middle of your marketing funnel, definitely check out episode 53. Whereas in this episode, we're talking about more the top of the funnel. So whatever it is that you're offering for pe- to people for free in exchange for their email address, you want to promote that free thing at the end of every one of your YouTube videos so that you can get people off of YouTube onto your website, start engaging with your just your content on your website, get their email address, and then we can start getting into some of those middle and bottom of the funnel activities that I've talked about in previous episodes. So those are my tips for YouTube. And remember, I have kind of one big overarching tip that's just massive that I'm going to share with you at the end of this episode that applies to all three of these, uh, including YouTube. So next is a podcast. And there's a lot of training instruction out there about how to start a podcast. Think about if whatever topic it is that you want to teach people that you want to share with the world, maybe it's best conveyed in terms of a top of the funnel traffic generating strategy in a podcast. When I started the online course guy, I had to ask myself, okay, which one of these three paths is going to be best for me? And I just kind of throw blog out at the beginning because that's just, uh, you know, I, I never really want to say never, but that's not, um, that's in general, not going to be the best fit for me, somebody that doesn't really like to write. So I was like, well, I've done YouTube channel and now it's been very successful, but I wonder if a podcast, it, it just has the ability to be more intimate. You know, you're literally right in the ears of people listening to you, engaging with your content. And it's done, it's worked really, really well for the online course guy and what I have to teach with this material. So think about your material, and maybe a podcast could be a good fit for you. I used the example earlier where piano was probably not a good topic for a podcast. Now, in terms of starting a podcast, there's a lot of great free courses out there. The one that I used actually to set up this podcast originally is Pat Flynn, uh, Pat Flynn of the Smart Passive Income. Uh, I think you can just search for, I'm literally searching right now, Pat Flynn, how to start a podcast. And The first result is called How to Start a Podcast in 2018, Pat's Complete Step-by-Step Podcasting Tutorial Updated. So go through this. This is what I went through. It's completely free, and it walks you through all the steps to, I mean, everything, selecting a microphone, where to upload your files, you know, WordPress, iTunes. It walks you through the basics of everything. And I went through like my first 10 episodes of this podcast just following these steps, and it was fine. I ended up buying Pat Flynn's 
premium course on how to how to podcast just because I was looking for more um, more reach um, just to get get this podcast in the ears of more people. And so I purchased his premium podcast. But if you just want to start a podcast, that's a great resource to use to learn how to uh, do all these things that are required for a podcast. All right. And then the third path that I want you to to possibly take is a blog. And I've said it several times already. Uh, that's that's usually not going to be my top choice, uh, but that is the third option. So guys, I want you, if you haven't already, I want you to pick one. Pick YouTube channel, podcast, or blog. You have got to build authority some kind of way, and you're not going to be able to do it without one of these things. You've got to build trust. You've got to build rapport. You've got to figure out a way to make people feel like they know you. So with my piano course, a lot of people end up finding me through my YouTube channel and I start to build trust. They feel like they start to to know me a little bit and we build rapport that way. And even if somebody finds me a different way, you know, they, they're doing research and end up finding, you know, finding YouTube videos and, and still using that to build rapport. So it's just been huge. And when people find me more interested in online courses, online course training, online course creation, whether they found me through the podcast or not, eventually they're going to get to the podcast because that's a way to get to know me, what I'm all about, and how I can best help them. So you've got to you've got to pick one of these ways because just because you build an online course doesn't mean it's going to be successful. Just because you have the greatest middle of the funnel part ever doesn't mean it's going to be successful. Just because you have the greatest bottom of the funnel part doesn't mean it's going to be successful. You've got to get people into the top of the funnel as well. I probably told this story before, but for whatever reason, that's how that's what I thought it was like when I first got started about six years ago. When I got the idea for my online piano course, I thought, okay, first step is build the course. And then step two is put it out there on a website. And step three is just, you know, watch my bank account grow and grow and grow. And so I did that. I spent a ton of time and effort, months and months and months developing the course, putting everything out there. And when I hit launch, it didn't really sell. And it took about 24 hours to make that first sale. And I think over the first month, I maybe made two, maybe three sales. And it was just so different than all the, the success stories I had heard but it was because I didn't do a good job with the the top of the funnel. I just didn't have enough people seeing it. It's a numbers game. You know, if you, let's say that you've got a product that if 100 people see it, 3% of them, 3 of them are going to actually buy it. Well, that's those are good numbers. But if you only have 3 people viewing it, then you're probably not going to make a sale. But if you have 1000 people viewing it or 10,000 or or you know, 100,000, you know, just do the math and it, it turns into a numbers game. So that's, you know, that that's why you, it's so important to focus on the top of the funnel as well. Now, my biggest key to all of this, you know, you can, you can pick one of these paths and you can start going down one of these paths and you can take my tips and apply my tips and you can start to get results even. But if you don't do this thing, this next thing I'm going to tell you about, then it's just not going to work. And this is one of the biggest reasons that I've found that people fail. 
and not just with online courses, but with starting a business or starting any venture. And that the, the secret, the tip that I have to share with you is to stay consistent. You want to, at, at, up front, you want to come up with a regular posting schedule and you want to stick with it, okay? And even if that schedule is once a month, that's fine. That's better than zero times a month. I'd rather see you do more like once a week or three times a week. You know, this podcast is currently coming out three times a week. If you want to start a YouTube channel, don't just put up five videos and then look up six months later and be like, why isn't this working? No, I want you to make a decision right now. I'm going to put out a YouTube video every Monday and Thursday for, you know, basically forever. You could say for the next year because that's what's going to make you successful. That's what made David Wallman successful, who I mentioned earlier, who's doing over 30 grand a month with his guitar course. All of his traffic comes from YouTube, and that's because for the past nine years, he has put it, been putting three new videos on YouTube every week without fail, and he's been doing it in HD and has great audio and he has great content and has a thumbnail, and he has a call to action to his course or his funnel. But it's that regular schedule that's been the most important. If you're going to start a podcast, don't create a few episodes and then and then stop. And then a couple months later, you could do a few more episodes and then you want to do it regularly. When I first started this podcast, it was once a week. Then we bumped it up to three times a week. But the key is to do it regularly. I've started a podcast before that actually fizzled out. And I was looking for ways to grow Piano in 21 Days beyond my YouTube channel. And so I looked at a podcast next. And so I started interviewing musicians. But I found out that I wasn't super passionate about that. And it was hard to get people to agree to come on with me. I wasn't necessarily an authority in the space around musicians. And it was just, you know, I got through nine episodes. And it just wasn't as interesting to me as I thought. And it just fizzled out. But I also didn't have a great plan with it either. But with this podcast. I have a plan and I have a regular posting schedule and it just works so much better. Or if you have a blog, make a plan to post on a regular schedule. So, so, so important. I just can't stress that enough. So guys, that's what I wanted to share with you in this episode, all about the top of the funnel, all about driving traffic to the next steps in your funnel, which eventually is driving traffic to your online course and helping you to make online course sales. So please, I hope you take this advice no matter what part of this process you're in, whether you're just starting out and don't even have an online course, or maybe you don't even have an idea for an online course yet. You're going to want to think about these things and think about which of the three paths is going to be best for you and whatever topic that you're going to come up with, YouTube channel, podcast, blog, or maybe you've been doing this for a while and you're just struggling to generate traffic you're struggling to generate core sales, are you picking one of these paths and doing it regularly and doing it right? Ask yourself that. And if you do these things right, you're going to be successful. So that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with me on this solo show. You can find all the show notes and links that I've mentioned from this episode by going to the onlinecourseguide.com slash 67. 
And you know what? I haven't mentioned the sponsor of this podcast, so let me go ahead and do that now. Guys, for those of you that have an online course already, there's no excuse for not using a tool like Bonjoro. Bonjoro is the sponsor of this podcast, but I used them way before they were the sponsor of this podcast. What I do is somebody buys my course the day after they're going to get one of these Bonjoros from me. It's like a 30-second video of me on camera, calling them out by name, thanking them for buying my course and welcoming them to the course and sharing with them what they're going to expect in the course. And it just sets everything off on the right foot. And if you're not doing that, then why not? Why can't you spend that extra 30 seconds to to say thank you to your new customer? I highly recommend it. If you're skeptical, just try it. You can try it for free for 14 days by going to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's B-O-N-J-O-R-O dot com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. And the next thing I want to tell you about is my online course workshop. It's free. It's online. It's about online courses. It's how to grow. It's how to launch, start, grow a wildly profitable online course business and you can find that for free at theonlinecourseguy.com. If you've been enjoying this podcast, if you've gotten out a lot out of this episode, well, guys, here's my call to action. I've got more to share with you, and it's free at theonlinecourseguy.com. Sign up for the next online course workshop, and you won't regret it. And guys, stay tuned for the next episode. I'll be coming at you soon with episode 68. <laughs>